Hello, you are now listening to the Stoke Hub podcast. Hello, welcome to the Stoke Up podcast. We're joined with Nathan Heaney. You all right, mate? I'm very good, thank you, mate. Good to hear. Um, we're also joined, as usual, with Jack. Hello. And with Elliot from uh, the Bear Pit. You all right? Yeah, not bad, mate. How are you? How's you? Uh, I'm not bad, mate. I'm a bit gutted I wasn't on the one last week, but hopefully this will make up for it. But we're with possibly, I think, our best guest yet. Not and not any disrespect to anyone else who's been on, obviously. But uh, Nathan, we're gonna start with a quite a you know quite a quick question. So, how did you become a Stoke fan? Just so family, mate. Like yeah, Just from family. the start. So like um, me, me, me dad and that wasn't big football. Like my dad was more of a boxing kind of side of things. But like me, my uncle and my auntie's massive Stoke fans. So as a very young lad, they they brought me up as a Stokey. I'm all, I've always been a Stokey anyway, but, and they yeah. took me to my first game that I can remember was when we played, I think it's Bristol City in the Autoglass Windshield Cup, whatever, it was something along them lines. <laughs> we went to the old Wembley, so I think it was like in 2000, I was, I was only like nine, I think I was nine or ten, around that time, so, um, yeah, that, so that's me, just from a very, very young boy, but mating all the way through my life. Yeah, that's, Quality. I mean, I think that I think that's probably the same for most Stoke fans. It'd be their dad and it's got to be family. Like, yeah, yeah, especially now. Anyway, bloody the way we're playing now, you, you wouldn't have any glory hunters following us now. But it's um, yeah, it's, it's definitely it's definitely a family club, mate, and it's, it's a good yeah. club as well. Yeah, yeah, it's and, a tight community. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. And that was going to bring me to the next question. What obviously when um, when you started supporting Stoke I'm not too sure how long ago that would have been obviously yeah but would you how would you say it's changed over the time do you know what I mean obviously with the appointment of Michael O'Neill it's been it's it's been on the up but it it's weird it's like the the football's changed throughout the years like I, I don't know how early you boys were watching the football but obviously from the purest days he was very successful with what he did with us like it was amazing he got us promoted and all that stuff. In the end, the football was getting really, really bad. Like, there'd be hardly any shots on target, and we'd be, be, we would be sneaking wins here and there. Then, obviously, Mark Hughes come in, and yeah. we probably played some of the best football ever. When we have Altovic in there, Shakiri, and all them lads like that, it was it's phenomenal. And Zonzi was in there. Was, and so, the football was amazing. Then, obviously, we just lost away a little bit. We lost yeah, some of the key yeah, players. Yeah, lost the core of the team. Yeah, like, exactly. Exactly, and then throughout the years, it's just been a bit of a mess. And then, like the last two seasons, have just been very forgetful, really. I can't, I can't think of anything over the last two seasons other than beating Leeds at home and beating Derby at home. Where I think, yeah, I can remember them games. Everything else was just pretty, I don't know, mediocre. So it's, it's it, like you say, it's the the, the organisation of the team. We we lost Ryan Shaw, Shawcross, obviously to injury and stuff, yeah. but. 
what people forget is they've got very short term memories. People were giving Shawcross a load of stick, saying he was the issue why we were we were losing so many goals, but then mm. all of a sudden he was the saviour. Like it's just weird. It's just weird. But I think we just lost away a little bit. But Michael O'Neill, I think he's got to settle down a lot. We've scored more goals in games that we haven't scored for bloody years, like when we beat Huddersfield 5-2 and, yeah. and it was the last one we played was at Hull and we Hull, beat 5-1 yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, another five goals there then we had Barnsley was it Barnsley or Burnley sorry Burnley yeah, yeah. Oh. Like, it's, it's funny it's just it's just mad mate it's, um, so all we need to do is get settled and have a good start to the season because obviously he picked us up when when Jones had it wasn't his well. I'd like to say it wasn't his fault. I believed in Jones. I, I thought he was going to do really well. I was that excited, yeah. and I wanted him to do well. But in the end, it just well. Actually, I saw one of the players, one of the ex-football players. Um, I went to like an evening. I won't see who the player is, but he said to me, "He's got to go." This was at the time. He said he's completely lost the dressing room. I was like, "Oh wow!" It's a bit. It's a bit weird to, to hear that from one of the one of the ex-Stoke players. But mm-hmm. yeah, so obviously just lost the dressing room. But now O'Neill. Very respectful. Led Northern Ireland to some good things. So, I reckon yeah. they'll do the same with us. Yeah, it's a results business at the end of the day, though, isn't it? So Yeah, massively. Nice. And, and we couldn't have taken it much longer anyway. I think I can't remember who it was when we were, we were losing. Um, no, in fact, we were winning. I can't remember who it was at home when Jones was in charge. I went down into the where the concourse was and I saw a player. I was looking through the tunnel and I saw one of the players break. It's when you scored in the last minute. Whoever, who was uh, that? Wigan, Wigan. Wigan. Oh, Wigan, Wigan. Yes. Was it Wigan? Was it Wigan? Yeah. So, yeah. I, I thought to myself, we're going. I thought to myself, we are going down. Uh, that's what I thought when I saw that happen. Because I saw the player run, then all of a sudden, because obviously I couldn't see the pitch, I just saw the away fans go, like I could hear them. I thought, that's it, we're gone. We're going to go down. But mm. then I left it, like I think, at the 80th minute. And then my mate texted me, said, you missed the balsa there, because obviously scored, we scored last minute. But then that, so we had little bits that just saved us here and there. But luckily O'Neill is in because we would, we definitely would have been going down 100. percent Yeah, totally yeah. agree. I think, I think that was just how stubborn Jones was though with the system. He was determined his system would work, but we just didn't have yeah. the right players. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. And maybe, yeah, it's it's a bit strange. Cause, but then we played Luton at home when we beat him. See, three 0 three 0 I think yeah. we beat him at home. And they were yeah. absolutely atrocious looting were. Yet when they were, I feel sorry for them really because they lost Jones and they might have come up and played some really good football because apparently they were playing some good football and, and before he left there. So it would have been good to see how how, how it would have worked. But now nah, we just set off the players for it as you said. Yeah, I think it's the leagues as well because um, if you look at the um, the way it's worked, this is what this is what I see. So um, he has the guy in the League One and League Two works absolutely fine gets the championship, doesn't work, and it comes up against the Premier League side like Leicester in pre-season. I know it's pre-season, but it's the same sort yeah. of thing, but it doesn't work. So maybe it's just like the difference in leagues as well as to why that's not yeah. working. Yeah, yeah. And they, they'll just adapt to it as well. And usually all that would, would have happened was they just go, they would just go diamond for diamond. Like it, well, for, that's what I saw a couple of times with teams anyway. And they were just matches in terms of what we were doing. Um, but nah, it, it, we're all good now, mate. We're all good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and hopefully we'll build on it, to be fair, because, as you say, our last game, the whole 5-1, was mental. And to be fair, as I've said in previous to these podcasts, I, I had um, my tickets booked for Wigan, I think it was, away 
and yeah. I couldn't go to after, and that would have been I think that would have been a belter of a game because yeah. I think that was one of the ones that would determine whether we'd stay up. I think our last few games were anyway. But on to the subject of that, it, obviously all the games have been postponed till a later date and the seasons. Well, we don't know if the season's going to be voided yet. But uh, what do you reckon about that, Nathan? What do you, what do you think will happen with the season? I have not got a clue, mate. All I know is I hope it does get voided because I just. We're notoriously slow starters, mm. and it's almost like we've had a break. We've had a big break now, and like if you come back, you, bear in mind how, how well we've played under Jones, uh, not Jones under O'Neill. Um, mm. Our form's been really good. We've been like like one of the top six teams. If you if you were looking at the mm. form table, yet yeah, we're still only three points above relegation. I think it's three points, isn't it? Yes, yeah, three. Like yeah. That. Like so. It just shows the championship is so inconsistent because we've done really well, but so is every other team that's around us. Because we'd be much higher at the table if that if that wasn't the case. So it's 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 strange, but I haven't got a clue with the season, mate. I hope they do avoid it, just because. Well, it's not fair on the teams that are just below us. Like if they mm. were to get relegated, and there there is only three points with it in it, um, and we are notoriously slow at starting. At least I feel we are anyway. Yeah, at least the last couple of seasons. So, yeah, yeah I'd, I'd, rather, I'd rather just get it out of the way now and just keep us safe, and then just in terms of keep us safe from relegation. Yeah. See where we go from there. Yeah. Well, yeah, the way they've gone, French leagues have done it is um, they've gone from the midway point in the season, which would have us relegated, and it's we just that, we, we don't have that home advantage, do you? In some in some cases. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. They could do any of that without being a massive uproar. Is that what the French leagues have done? I don't know yeah, if they've done it. I think it, the, and the, they've crowned uh, PSG uh, champions as well, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, in I that think, respect, I think, I think it would be West Brom, wouldn't it, or Leeds? I think everyone just wants the Premier League void to show love for, don't we? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, think... well, yeah. So, yeah, what was that, mate? I said, well, the thing is, like, the National League got voided, so... Surely, if you're going to try and play League Two, there's just no point. Because yeah. why would you relegate a side if they can't go down? Yeah. You know, yeah. so that would mean there's yeah. no point in League One, no point in the Championship, and then no point ultimately in the Premiership. So exactly. So you should have a knock-on effect, whatever the side. Mm. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Um. Well, well. Get, going away from football, we'll go into boxing, which obviously you're well renowned for. Um. So, I I saw recently you got the Frank Warren deal. I can imagine that means a lot to you. Yeah, me too. It's, uh, it's massive. Like, I, there's, in terms of a proper Stokey, like, who's, like, been born and raised here, a proper Stoke City lad as well. I, I don't think anyone's ever been signed by Frank Warren from Stoke. So, that's, I mean, we've got a lad called Shabazz Masood, who's a very good fighter. Um but I know he's he's been growing up in different areas like Salford and and Manchester and Bolton and and, and Stoke as well. He's been all over the place. So, but as a lad who's born yeah. born and bred from Stoke, I'm, I'm definitely one of the first ones to have been signed by him, which is which is pretty cool, really. Yeah. Um, and and it puts me on the big stage now, where I am on BT Sports um, consistently and stuff, and, and it just makes it massive for like my fans as well because it gives them big arenas to go to. So yeah, it is. It is good. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. Congratulations, mate. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah. yeah. It's good, mate. Congratulations. It's quality. It is quality. Uh-huh. And 
the Stoke the Stoke fans that have travelled with you to your fights are absolutely amazing. Oh, mate, it's, it's it. Pro- proper hardcore Stokies as well. Like, cause I'm a Stoke fan, do you know what I mean? But some of these boys, they are the most hardcore Stoke fans. It makes you feel like you aren't even a Stoke fan. I'll, I'll <laughs> in depth, I'll, honestly, they never miss an away game. You know everything about everything. They're just amazing, but it's it's good, mate, because it just makes the atmosphere in my fights incredible. Because you know what? Well, the, yeah. the, the Brit or the Bet365 or whatever was was bloody rocking. We were notoriously the loudest club in the country, and now we now obviously now it's not the case, but, but it was the case at one point. And, and I, I've got some of the some of the loud boys that are following me, so it, it is good. Yeah, there's still elements of that, isn't yeah. there? Especially yeah. in the fights. Yeah, massively, mate. And, and and to be fair, there's been elements at the ground at times where it's just mm. been like absolutely rocking. Like like say from the memorable games when we played Derby at home and Ince scored one of the you know, I think we won two one. The place was absolutely yeah. it was like old oh, school yeah. Stoke. It was amazing. I think that might have been like yeah. Tuesday night. I'm sure it was. Um, yeah, it was midnight. It was a midweek game and yeah. it was pretty much full. Yeah, it was yeah, amazing. And, then was, well scored, and when we beat Leeds at home, one, I think it was 1-0, we beat in one of the, f- the first game, in fact, Jones won. In fact, I think the only games he won were against Leeds. Like, yeah. I'm sure we beat, we beat him in the League Cup or something. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, yeah, so, yeah, on Penos, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, one of the only teams he beat were Leeds, which is mad, because they're, they're definitely one of the best teams in the Championship. Mm. Well, I think that mm. shows how good the Championship as a league is as yeah, well, because you yeah. can go from beating anyone to anyone. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe so not from back, as Jones, the manager. Sorry, boys, I've gone back onto football. On. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, but no, yeah, go oh, just um, yeah. In terms of my stuff like the boxing, the, the atmosphere is incredible, lads. And it's just honestly, wait, wait till wait till the date's announced. And like, let's say it's at the Manchester Arena, there's going to be bloody hundreds and hundreds of us going up there. It's just going to be incredible. It'll be good. Yeah, yeah, yeah that would be, be amazing. Amazing. Would be amazing. Would be. I'll definitely yeah, come. It's, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, same. I'll hundred percent. Yeah, good lads. Good lads. I, I've never been to I've never been to one before, and I like I saw obviously I've been on Twitter. I saw everything that's been going on. It's yeah, it's mate. Even, even even if you don't like boxing, I always say to some honestly, you wouldn't believe it, but some of the people that enjoy it the most are the girls. Like they go in the yeah. apps. The atmosphere is incredible because I don't think they experience it like we do at the games. So I mean, because they don't, you, you, not not a load of the girls go the fussy games and stuff. So they don't experience the atmosphere. But in that King's Hall, it's it's absolutely, it's like a like a like a bear pit. It's a bear pit essentially. It's just yeah, it's good, mate. It's good. Yeah, and I think the walk out music adds to it that Delilah. Before oh, one hundred percent, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. Honestly, quality. Um, but we'll we'll go on to. I think we've got quite a bit of questions here for for yeah, so. Um. If it's all right to go on to them. Um, right. So from who is Liam said, what motivates you to succeed in boxing? So that's a good question. It's what, uh, just what motivates me. As a professional now, obviously you want to earn a living from the from the sport. Like so, that's that's something that you, you want to you want to do well for you want to provide for your family and stuff. But I want to I want to I want to essentially be the best fighter from Stoke on Trent. I want to put Stoke on Trent. Stoke on Trent's on the map anyway, with the potteries, you know what I mean? And we've got a great football team. But yeah. in boxing terms, it's been 10 years since we've had a proper champion. Like Chris Edwards, who sadly passed away over the last two years, it's about two years ago, was our greatest mm. champion. He was a flyweight or around them weights. He was one of the lighter weights. He won the Commonwealth title, British title, Al Wright. He was amazing. 
but it's been like a decade since we've had anyone like her, and I'd love to be put in the same regard as that and be known as one of the best fighters ever from Stoke on Sense. So that's what motivates me on that. Yeah, yeah. I think that's that's a that's a brilliant answer because yeah, yeah. I think wanting wanting to be one of the best in your area, I think I think you're well on your way to succeed at that because yeah. I don't think there's a person in Stoke on Trent who doesn't know who Nathan Heaney is now. <laughs> Oh, bless um, you, mate. Yeah, and that's more than... Yeah, you that's certainly more... put Stoke. So, sorry, sorry, Jack. That's more of Stoke on Trent pride as well, other than yeah, like, that's, pride. It, that's completely, mate. It's like, like years ago as an amateur, I wanted to represent my country. I wanted to fight for England. But now I'm glad that never really happened because I'm representing my city now. So that's the yeah. most important one. The city's the most important one. Yeah, you certainly put Stoke on Trent on the map with your Frank Warren deal as well. So. Oh, mate, yeah, 100%, man. That that definitely is. And everyone knows. And that's why you'll, you'll see now online there's some guys calling me out. But the reason they're calling me out is because I'm the Stoke lad. It's like anything. People want to draw us in the FA Cup because they know it's going to be a it's going to be a tasty away day or whatever it is that they're going to be doing. Like, So yeah. they want to call the Stoke lad out because they know they're going to sell those more tickets because they know how many we're bringing so it makes them sell those more. So they just, they just yeah. end up calling out. But uh, it's good, mate. It'll be good to be on BT Sports and just because I mean I've, I've boxed in BT Sport already, but now I'm like an actual feature on the things. So it's it's good. It's good. Yeah, yeah, I can understand 100%, that. Yeah, quality. Uh, right, we're going we're going to another question relating to boxing, which is by Ashton on Instagram. He says, "Who will you? Who do you plan to fight in the future?" Um, anyone who's got a title, mate. Anyone who makes sense. I, I don't call any fighters out because I think it's quite cringy at times. Unless you're like one of the top three in the country or in the world where you're going to call out someone who's actually holding a title. Uh, yes. I think but, I, mate, I'll fight anyone in the top ten that, that, if it makes sense. If the money's right and the title's right and it makes sense, I'll do it. So, anyone. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, from B10 Harbin says, when... When do you plan to fight at the Bet365? Imagine the atmosphere. Love your journey. <laughs> I, well, thank you very much, mate. Um, the, the plan to fight there, well, previous to that, I used to always get me mates and stuff, say, bad fights at Bet365. And it was impossible. Because one, I couldn't sell out the King's Hall because I was on my way up. And so if you can't sell the King's Hall out, there's no way you're going to sell a stadium out. Do you know what I mean? But, mm. but, and you have to have the big promotional firepower to do that. But now I've yeah. sold the Kings all out, and now I'm with one of the biggest promoters in the world. So, yeah. and I know for a fact, if I keep winning, they will put it in the, in the, in the ground. Now, when that will, when that'll happen, I've not not got a clue. It could be in a year's time. It could be in two years' time. Who, who knows? But I'm sure they want to look for a big title, whether it's a British title or a world title, or whatever title comes along. And then, yeah, the place. Bloody hell, it'd be incredible because it's never happened before. It's never happened. So if 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 I could do that, and obviously I've got the backing of Frank Warren, who knows? Yeah, yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Um, so we've got two questions, which is from someone who's actually edited the podcast. Who said, he, "I'll just combine these two into one question." He says, "Where do you think Frank Warren will be able to take you? And if you could step in a ring with anyone, who would it be?" Okay, so where could he take me? I, I, I wouldn't have been able to answer that question until yesterday uh, when I got a random phone call at about three o'clock, half three, and a number I didn't recognise. I was like, who's this? So I answered it thinking it was one of my mates I hadn't saved. And it, it was a cockney on the end of it, and the cockney was Frank Warren. 
and I was like, bloody hell, I was a bit, bit starstruck on the phone call, but he's just, he's welcoming me to the team, and, and said he's, he's really happy to have me on board, and all the stoke he's on board, and then he just, I just said, I'll, I'll do my best, mate, and there's going to be hundreds of us coming, and he just said, listen, we'll look after you, and we'll get you that world title, so I was like, wow, you know what I mean, so, a world title, that, that sounds mental. Now, can I achieve a world title? I haven't got a clue. I've got to win the British title first. If you win the British title, you can beat anyone in the world, I personally think. So the, the, the gatekeeper for me at this moment in time is the British title. But Frank Warren said, you'll look for getting me the world title. So let's see what happens. So that's what his plans. What, what I can do, I haven't got a clue, but I can only do my best. And if, and if, I, win, if I win a British title, I could possibly win a world title. We've just got to see. Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. I think, and the the next part is if you could step in a ring with anyone, who would it be? Um, that's a bit weird because like the the ones I'd step in the ring with would probably absolutely batter me. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but like like for example, like Golovkin, Julio Cesar Chavez, these they they like my, my favorite fighters, Joe Calzaghe, Lomachenko. I'd love to get in the ring just to see what it'd be like to be against them. But they're the best fighters in the world. I think I'd do well. But uh, I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what, who I would like to fight. Chris Eubank Jr. Now, I say I wouldn't, I wouldn't call anyone else, but I'd actually like to fight him. I think I think he's, he's a great fighter, and if you stand in front of him, he's very dangerous, but I think he, I think he's beatable as well, and he's ranked number one in Great Britain, so I would actually like to fight him. So, yeah, that'd answer, that's a good, I'll answer that as a Chris Eubank Jr. Yeah, well, Chris Eubank Jr., if you're watching this, you know what to do. <laughs> yeah, um, but we're going on to the last few bits of the questions now. Uh, Kyle Till dot six says, "What do you prefer more, boxing or football?" Um, well, uh, it's a tough question, that mate, because I've been brought up on both all my life. They're totally two different things. Um, I love my football, I love my boxing, and they both they both provide the same thing. They got excitement in terms of the crowd. You can't, you can't. The only thing with football that's better than boxing is. You're following your team week in, week out, and you're seeing the ups and downs that go along with it. With a fighter, you'll usually follow them, and they'll fight periodically. Like, let's say myself, I'll fight once every two or three months. And so there's a big gap in between. Whereas the football, you see the ups and downs of it. It's a pain in the arse when we're doing terrible. So mm. if, I, if I was to edge it towards, I can't know. No, that's like picking between your kids. Like, you <laughs> kids. Uh, it's, um, they, they're both the same, but they both provide totally different things. Yeah. Yeah, that's, I yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd agree with that 100% because they are completely different sports. Yeah, it's, it's just it's just whatever you enjoy. Like you can't you can't beat a boxing atmosphere. You just you really can't. Especially my buddy, my guys as well. It's in, it's incredible. But but then you can't beat being on like well I can't say push for promotion because it's been a while since we've been doing that. But 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 back in the day when we were pushing for promotion, like what was it 12 years ago? It's like you can't you can't. Beat, like the feeling of it happening and like being in the mix of it or oh let's go back to the FA Cup when we were when we got to the final there yeah. you, just can't, you, can't, yeah, you can't beat the excitement of what what that brought and just being with your pals as well and it's one of them but football football's fantastic so right I'm, I'm not I can't pick one they're both amazing but obviously I'm going to say that because I love boxing as well so mm. yeah, yeah fair enough Fair enough. I don't think I don't think anyone would be able to choose if they were if they were a professional boxer. To be fair, so <laughs> that's that's a good answer. Um. So, who do you think has been the best player of the season? And congrats on getting signed. Thank you very much, mate. Best player this season. Uh, I know. Um, Klukas has been decent, hasn't he? Yeah. But, 
Uh, who would I go for? I will, Joe Allen was a bit random in terms of his performances, but but when he got what was annoying is when he got injured that game that he got injured recently, he was playing superb, like really good. Yeah. And I and I love him just for his loyalty. Like for me, when I look at all the Pasto players, the ones I like the most are the loyal ones that are with us all the way through. Like, but um, I can't. I have to go, Lucas, mate. I'll go for him. I thought James McLean put his good shift in. I think his end products in terms of crossing the ball could be a little bit better, but he does work his arse off when he plays for us. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I, th- I can't really think of anyone else that sticks out in my mind. Yeah. Yeah. I think that, I think there's two ways of looking at it. You can look at it. In terms, I think Sam Cooks has played the season because he's performed over the whole season, like in terms yeah. of Jones and O'Neill. You'll have certain players like your Tyrese Campbells, your Joe Allens, who've not performed as well under Jones, but performed brilliantly under O'Neill. But Clukes yeah, yeah. has hit both those brackets. Yeah. Yeah, Campbell's been good. Campbell has been good. It'd be interesting to see what he's like now. Now he's obviously signed with us for longer. That's that's good because he is a good player. And yeah. can, he, can he turn into a fuller? Who knows? You don't know, do you? Like he's, he's certainly got the strength in that for it. Yeah. But like fuller special, mate. Fuller, fuller. Fuller's yeah, the I, man. I um, think Nick Powell's been underrated this season as well. Ah, yeah. Good. Good shout. That's a yeah. great shout. In fact, I can't remember. I, I think it was the. I think it was Hull. Where he was just absolutely smashing people to bits. Yeah. Like, he was yeah. Just, like with his play, he was just really good. Mm. Yeah. I think Smith's another one as well. Not for the player of the season, but in terms of some of his performances, I think he's been very, he's been very C- good as well. Certainly when we uh, beat West Brom uh, mm. away, he was good then. Like he, he, The lads dug in a little bit because I, I did not expect to win that. I thought, no, no. with the score no, so early, so scoring so early, I'm thinking that's it. Because teams were going through his like butter before, but like, yeah, we had that was a good win. That was a very good win away. Yeah. yeah. Uh, thanks for everyone for the questions for Nathan. Uh, we'll be going on the ones just for just for us. There's only there's only two. It should be quick. So this is for Elliot and Jack and me, I, I guess. Uh, so the first one's by Stokey underscore J H says favorite memory watching Stoke. Oh, we'll get actually. You know, we'll give we'll give this to everyone. We'll give it to Nathan as well. Just you know, we'll, have, we'll have give it to all. Favorite memory? For me, it's got been for it's got been for Roche, man. Like it's just you can't you can't beat that absolute yeah. feeling. And then it's just yeah, that that's that's the best one for me. Mine would yeah. be mine would be I was just I didn't get I wasn't a Stoke fan when promotion happened, so um, I wouldn't have said that. I mine would be the FA Cup. That particularly at Wembley, the whole FA Cup run was amazing. Yeah. Something yeah, something good. that's once in a lifetime. And because I, I was just that's the season where. Like my dad started taking me to Stoke, so um, I think I took it for granted a little bit too much. I probably shouldn't have thinking about it now. Yeah. He did, he did say it all gets worse from now. On, so. <laughs> <laughs> if only, if only Kenwin had just slotted that shot in. Oh, oh no! I know. I didn't even believe so it. Well. Yeah. Yeah. I think for me, because obviously I'm a bit younger than Elliot, I think that'd probably be the six-one. Against Liverpool, I think oh, uh, that's gonna be up. Yeah. That, I think that's gonna be up there, along with being City United. You know, they were they were both class. In fact, I go for another one. Go for go Chelsea on. at home, three two. CD when he scored that goal. Scored that goal. So that, oh, yeah, that's, that's. I don't think he can beat that scoring. I think it was, was it last minute. 
can't remember. Yeah, last very yeah. close yeah. to the last minute. It's just you can't be beating Chelsea at home like that. That's it. Yeah. That's incredible. So that yeah, was a good. Yeah. That was good to be there. For that. Yeah, Asaidi, yeah. what a player as well. Yeah, very, very good, player. mate. Very good. Brilliant. And the last one. Uh, this is for everyone. When do you think we'll go back up? Um, I, I haven't got a clue. I just think we'll be in the mix. I reckon we'll be in the mix next season. But you, you got to remember, there's only, there's only, there's only three teams that go up. Or yeah, well, you got the automatic promotion. You got the, the playoff spots, haven't you? Yeah. 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 So. Yeah, I wouldn't see us doing something next season. Yeah, I if, think if this gets voided, I think it'd be uh, class rules if it got voided. Yeah, it's um. I don't know, man. I don't know. I just want. I just want to get us in the mix again. Just give us some excitement. That's all I need. Yeah, that's the thing. I don't yeah. think we've had much excitement this season, have we? No, not it's, at all. No, except from what, what, avo- obviously with Jones. It was avoiding relegation. That's the excitement we've had. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we get avoiding relegation. So, but yeah, yeah get us in the mix, mate. I don't know when we're going to get promoted. Who knows? Have we got? Have we got the squad for it? We sensibly could have, but I think some of the players are going to take a couple of seasons to really come into the game. For example, Campbell. Yeah. 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 So, so. Definitely. Also depends on the new signings do as well. Cool. Yeah. yeah cool. I think we. I think we need to get a few players out and bring a few crucial players in. To be fair, because we need to get a load of players off the books like Vimmer, all them, and then yeah. hopefully we'll be good moving forward. Hopefully, but I think if that's okay with you boys, is that all right to wrap up? Or anything else you want to speak about? It. Uh, I've got two questions. Uh, I've got, all right, you know, go I've got on, one go question on. I want to ask him. Um, we spoke a little bit of, of for this off camera, but um, advice for young boxers? Yes, absolutely, mate. Any advice for any boxer or any bloody athlete in general? Like, is find the best club in your area. So let's say the back boxing club or whatever, an amateur boxing club. Join them and just bloody train your arse off there and listen to exactly what they say and just I think dedicate yourself to the to the to the sport. It's not something that comes easy. It is a very tough sport. It's 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 one of them. But yeah, it's, it's, spending a lot of time in, in in a decent club is going to be very important for any young aspiring fighter. So find a good amateur club in the area wherever you live and then join there and just dedicate as much time as possible and then. Once you've had a few fights, then you'll just start developing. All right, that's class. Thank you. You're more than welcome. All right, cheers, Nathan. Once again, congratulations on the Frank Warren deal. It's been quality yeah. having you here, mate. Yeah, thank you. yeah, I appreciate you having me on, boys. And, uh, yeah, if you, if you ever need else in the future, boys, give me a shout. Yeah, it should be quality. Oh, Can't wait for when you announce the date to your next fight. Hopefully, when all this is over, it should be quality. Yes. Top man. All right, boys, catch you in a bit. Right, catch you in a bit. Thank you very much for watching. That's been the Stoke Up podcast. See you in a bit. Go on, Stoke.